Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we are starting a series of a day in a particular phase. Today's episode is a day in follicular phase. So I'm going to be sharing with you what my day looked like in follicular phase. And I'm going to be subscribing. I'm going to be describing yesterday's day to you because yesterday I was in follicular phase, had a very follicular phase type of a day. So I'm coming on here to share that with you. I will run through the day as a schedule, like what the timestamp of my day looked like, and then I will roll in the what. So for example, when I give the example of I worked out from this time to this time, I'll go through the time schedule of the day, but then I will go into the what after we have kind of gone through the whole outline of the day. Then we will roll into my fun segment at the end of some of my favorites, some of the things that I want to share with you. And I'm really loving the new outline of today's episode. But I wanted to let you know that starting in January of 2022, I will be opening up spots for one-on-one clients once again. And I am so excited for this. We tried the feminine fitness group coaching this last year, and that just like didn't click with me as much as working with my previous one-on-one clients did. You guys heard from some of my previous one-on-one clients, Ashley and Abby, they've been on the podcast sharing their experiences with one-on-one coaching and specifically with fitness, nutrition, and cycle syncing changes and hormonal changes that I helped them through. And I really just loved that one-on-one time of working with them. And so I will be bringing one-on-one coaching um, time slots back to you guys at the beginning of the new year. Holy moly. So I hope you enjoy today's episode and let's talk about follicular phase. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Let's talk about follicular phase. So with follicular phase, how do you know when you're in follicular phase? It's pretty easy to know when you are in follicular phase, when follicular phase has begun is when our menstrual cycle has completed. So when you are no longer on your period, you have rolled into follicular phase. And in follicular phase, our hormones are on the rise. During menstrual phase, our hormones are at their lowest levels and it's kind of like a bell curve. So when we start follicular phase, our hormones are slowly on the rise And as we go through our follicular phase, they start, estrogen particularly, starts increasing more and more and peaks in ovulation, which we will talk about on the next episode in this series. 
but your hormones are on the rise. So this is when you tend to start feeling like you're in your groove again. And we're going to roll through my personal schedule of what a day in my follicular phase looks like. And then I'll talk about the what and specifics that are supportive for follicular phase and our strengths that happen during follicular phase. Because with cycle syncing, what we are doing is optimizing. Optimizing our strengths that are happening because of what's going on biologically. Our hormones change what our certain strengths are. Our hormones dictate our energy, our mood, our emotion, our fat storage, our digestion. Everything is in is related to our feminine hormone cycle. And when we start honoring that and start supporting that, we work with our strengths instead of working against instead of working against what we think we should be doing or how we should be feeling okay so i wanted to start with by saying in this season i am not waking up before my kids but in follicular and ovulation phase this is the time where i tend to get in some sort of time to myself in the morning before my kids wake up because in follicular phase and in ovulation phase sleep is important in every phase but in these phase particularly sound sleep tends to happen all through the night we get more sleep during this phase which means we wake up more well rested our cortisol is lower so we kind of wake up with that renewed energy feeling but in this season of life particularly my kids wake me up but sometimes i just naturally wake up and i'll be like okay i'm going to do this before my kids wake up or i'm going to do that before I, my kids wake up and either it's a workout or it's some um, reading and journaling time but right now on this particular day that i'm referring to yesterday i did not wake up before my kids my kids wake up around 5 30 and from 5 30 to 7 a.m i'm in mom mode i'm getting the kids ready to go to daycare getting them breakfast making sure my dog is fed and sent outside and taking care of him. I get dressed and kind of create a to-do list for the day. I have these planner pads. I have a daily one and a weekly one and a monthly one that I like having out and in my kitchen. So then as I'm thinking of to-dos in the morning, I have a pen and paper right there to just jot them down. And I notice that in follicular phase, I always tend to wake up and want to write down the to-dos that are on my mind, the plans that I have, the ideas that I have. I just tend to want to write them down. So yeah, during this like momming time, I did lay out a schedule and a plan for my day. And from seven to eight, I bring my kids to daycare. Our daycare is a little bit of a jaunt. It's 100% worth it to drive them there. But we have about an hour in the car and we listen to kids songs on the drive there. On the way home, I listen to a podcast and I start my day off with some positivity, some learning, some growth by listening to some of my favorite podcasts. And then from eight to nine, I 
worked out and checked in with my accountability group. So meaning I did my own personal workout, created a post, checked in with the girls that are in my group that I'm their coach. And that's what I did. I am doing longer workouts every other day right now in this season. And I'm loving the combo of spin and strength. I noticed in this particular workout yesterday, my energy was there, but it wasn't necessarily 100% yet. So I didn't pick up my most challenging weight. I stuck with some of the weights that I am comfortable with. Yes, I still got a good workout, a good sweat, but I wasn't going to push myself too hard because my body wasn't feeling it. And my workouts are not to drain and deplete, drain and deplete me. They are to give me more energy. And when I finish my workout, I want to feel like, man, that was a lot of fun. I got a good sweat. I got a good workout. It gave me more energy than what it took away. And I feel great. Like I want my workouts to be a deposit in my energy. And yes, sometimes that means not grabbing my heaviest, heaviest weights every single time. And sometimes that means taking the modification option or whatever it is. So um, during that workout, yes, I did more of like a 50 minute workout, but it was kind of moderate intensity throughout the entire thing. Like even when I was spinning and the trainer was saying to go to certain levels, I was a little bit lower than that. And that's a-okay, all right? And then from about, um, after I finished my workout, I made my shake and got ready for the day. And then I came into my office and started work. That was maybe around 9.45, maybe 10 o'clock and got to work from then until 1.30 when I was like, oh, I should maybe eat something for lunch. During follicular phase, I noticed my appetite is so much lower. So if I'm busy and our blood sugar is like easier stabilized in follicular and ovulation phase, I notice I'm not as hungry during follicular and ovulation. I tend to eat my meals. And if I stay busy, I don't really think about like snacking. I don't feel energy dips. I don't feel like I need to go and grab anything out of the pantry. I can just stay focused on whatever it is that I am doing. So after lunch, I did some things around the house. I really honestly just kind of got distracted with a handful of things. I was kind of bouncing around from one thing to the other doing some things upstairs, coming back downstairs. And then when I was like, okay, Joel, you've got to get back to to getting some um, things done instead of being busy. I came back into my office and I got some ideas for TikToks and reels and podcast episodes. And so I got back to some work, went and got the kid. I relaxed from three to four, but relaxing really just meant reading and journaling and writing down cohesively some of the thoughts that I have had. Um, I've been using this platform called 750 Words. I will talk about that soon. The more that I use it, the more that I am loving it. And it was really just a great time to like get so many thoughts that were rolling around my head typed out because my fingers type way faster than my handwriting. And so that is what I did then for... 
to five. I went and got the kids. And when I go pick, so when I drop off the kids, I tend to go to podcasts. When I get in my car to go pick up my kids, I put on some pump-up music for myself. I'll pick a Pandora station like Nicki Minaj, Bachelorette Party Radio, Girl Power Radio, Beyonce Radio, one of those, and jam out. Like, I jam out when I go pick up the kids. Once I pull into daycare, I turn the music to something else. The kids get in the car and we drive back home. When we get home, it's basically dinner, family time from five to seven. Seven o'clock is when we kind of go upstairs, get the kids ready for bath, bed, books, whatever it is, brush teeth, all of that stuff. And kids are in bed. They were in bed last night around 7.45. My oldest was kind of giving me a tricky time with his bedtime, but he was asleep by 7.45. And then after that, I came downstairs and I was resting and relaxing until I went to bed. Now let's talk about what some of those specifics are. So with nutrition and specifically during follicular phase, I already mentioned that I feel like my appetite isn't as apparent during follicular and ovulation phase and that was true for today like I really just was like anything sounded fine I didn't really have cravings for anything but I know with follicular phase that it is important to make sure that I am eating foods that are high in fiber if I'm cooking them using the saute method so they're not on heat for a very long time and specifically Um, having lighter meals, a little bit smaller meals. I don't know why, but yogurt and strawberries and granola with some dark chocolate chips has been my jam this week. Like I have been absolutely obsessed with that. So I had my shake after my workout, but then for lunch, I had that um, yogurt. I get the Too Good yogurt, T-W-O, good yogurt. It's fantastic. And I... I loved that. And then for dinner, I had a little bit of a larger dinner. We did, what did we do for dinner last night? Oh my gosh, I don't even remember what I cooked last night. But I kind of had a larger dinner, but I was just like, I thought that was interesting that I had lighter meals throughout the day and my energy still felt completely fine. Yeah, with my shake and with my granola parfait situation, I had plenty protein, fat, and fiber in those meals to keep me full and satisfied throughout the day but I just thought that that was really interesting and um, during follicular phase I tend to look at my food lists that you get when you are in the feminine fitness foundations program Um, but just lighter meals just have has been sounding really 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 good to me with fitness like I said I'm bringing the energy back. It wasn't 100%. It wasn't my best workout of all time. I wasn't lifting my heaviest. I was kind of picking up my moderate weights, meaning picking up my like 10s and 12s for my workout instead of, you know, my 12s, 15s, and 20s, depending on what the movement was. With spin, I wasn't going as like balls to the walls as what the trainer was, but I was still grooving with the music. I was still really enjoying myself and having a good time, but I made myself aware to not push it too much because I know my energy is on the rise. 
with work. Okay, so when I said I sat down to work for those hours, what did that look like? I tried to really rehash and think about what did I do yesterday, but a lot of it was planning out my months, looking at at the time I'm recording this, it's October, but looking at November, seeing what I want to plan for myself and my team, what's going on in the Beachbody world, what kind of, um, how many podcast episodes do I want to record, kind of creating an outline of what shows are going to be going out and up on what days and planning. You know, I created some plans for um, some fun things, some exciting things that I want to start doing within the feminine fitness community. You know, I did some journaling, like I said, and when I was journaling, I'm, I was really um, excited about offering one-on-one coaching again and to really help a lot of you dig deep with a overall lifestyle that, yes, is supportive of health and fitness and weight loss goals, but not just that. It's a deeper, cycle thinking is a deeper understanding of how your body works, how you're not a slave to your hormones, that shark week doesn't have to be you being miserable like on the couch or with a migraine or whatever, that you can do small things every day that support your hormones and then that results in a big difference, in a big change and outcome of how you feel through your whole 28-ish day cycle. So I was journaling out, making some plans. I was making some plans with Sean for the weekend and a babysitter and writing out lists of what we need. That wasn't really in relation to work, kind of goes into motherhood and marriage, but getting a time frame and a list of things we need for Halloween and where we're going to be. And my brain just tends to be like, oh, I know we want to go visit my grandma and my parents and we have trunk or treat and we have a church thing. And my brain sees it all as very jumbly and overwhelming until I put it on paper or I get it like right in front of my face and I'm like oh well if we do this first and then do this and then do this we can make all of those things happen seamlessly so it's just kind of like making some plans setting up my planner I have a six month focus for planner for my MLM where I sit down and I can write out people who are maybe going to be working with me in the future, people that I've been talking to, people that are on their journey when somebody tells me a specific goal they're working towards. There's just business activities that I keep in that um, that tracker that's based in my MLM. I also have a system that I have for the podcast and feminine fitness clients and and checking in on the emails and situation with that. So really just kind of some organizational and planning things. And this always makes me laugh because it's like, it comes so easily in follicular phase, but then I think of that reel or TikTok or whatever that's like, make the plan, sit down, write out the plan, execute the plan, throw the plan away. (laughs) It's like, it happens every time pretty much as a mom, but the intentions are there. The, the guidelines are there. And without the plan that maybe we wouldn't be going in the right direction. Who knows? Anyways, with motherhood, made some appointments and plans for the kids with activities, things like swimming lessons, doctor's appointments, haircuts before the holidays. We've been doing DIY haircuts for Bryce. And I'm like, no, before, before, um, 
what's the holiday after Halloween? Thanksgiving. I want him to have like a nice, nice haircut rolling into the holidays. And I know hairdressers book up around that time. So I made the appointment for that. And then last night, so for our marriage, really our time, our husband and wife time happens after the kids go to bed. The kids still go to bed fairly early. So that does leave time for Sean and I to hang out. And on this particular night, we kind of just sat in the living room and he was the one doing the talking. I, I, for some reason, didn't have very much to say. That's a surprise. I'm sure that was a surprise to him. But he was the one doing the talking and just kind of listening to what he had, the thoughts that he had going on. But I really just noticed that sometimes I like to grab my Kindle and go upstairs to our bedroom and just be by myself. But no, last night I wanted to sit in the living room. I turned on the fireplace. We were hanging out. He eventually turned football on, I think. And I read while we kind of just sat together in this space and we didn't like talk or communicate too much, but we were just there. And that was super, super fun. That was really, really nice. And um, that is what my day looked like in follicular phase. That is what a, a typical follicular phase is like for me for sure because within my businesses I definitely do like working from a plan and instead of being like oh I will plan out the month on the first of the month or whatever it is I do like using my strength in follicular phase for planning things out, mapping things out, which means in ovulation phase, I'm in executing that. When I'm in luteal phase, I'm wrapping that up. And then when I'm in menstrual phase, I'm kind of evaluating how did things go? Did I stick to my plan? How did my plan work? Like, was there anything I need to be doing different? And then I repeat that cycle over and over and over again. Energy-wise and follicular phase is pretty moderate. Like I started off the day with really great, good energy. I probably would say it dipped down quite a bit. And at the end of the night, I was just kind of like, meh, you know, it's it's fine. I wasn't drained, depleted, or exhausted, but I was just kind of like level. But I know that that's in relation to all the things that I did throughout the day. And you only have so much energy to expend in a given day. And I I expended it, my friends. So that is what a typical day in follicular phase. If you are new to cycle syncing, and this is totally going to be my favorite segment of this episode. If you are not tracking with the MyFlow app, it's M-Y-F-L-O. I believe it's $1.99. I love that app for cycle syncing. I use it myself. Like I'm not the one that's like, oh, counting out my days and counting out my months. And I'm not taking my um, temperature to see what phase I'm in. I am just kind of utilizing that app. I did allow notifications to happen. So when I am rolling from one phase to the next, the app kind of reminds me, you know, no, the app isn't robotic to knowing exactly what my body is going through. But if I know, you know, I'm beginning ovulation, I can kind of just know that I'm going to be feeling very ovulation-ish for like, five to seven days. And I just treat my body this kind of the same and go by my feelings and my intuition based on 
where I'm at ish in my cycle. For me, I don't need to know, okay, day 17, I'm in this phase. I just really like to break it down in follicular ovulation as kind of four weekish chunks, you know, knowing that menstrual phase is easy to know when you're in that phase. And then when you've started follicular phase, there are signs where your body is telling you you are in ovulation phase. Do you guys need an episode on that? Since we're talking about follicular and follicular comes after or ovulation comes after follicular, do we need kind of like a sciency? How do I know if I'm ovulating episode? I could do that for you because there are a lot of signs that you don't have to have the app tell you you're ovulating. Your body tells you you're ovulating. Um, and so that's that's just the app that I really like to use. It gives fitness, nutrition, productivity advice based on where you're at in your cycle, which is a lot of what I teach here on the podcast, just kind of general stuff. But remember, my friends, where the life change happens is when you start implementing this to your life because I know I ran through my schedule and my schedule is not the same as yours and it's not meant to be the same as yours and you're probably like oh my gosh that's what Joelle does in a day my day-to-day doesn't look like that but I can help you I can be that support that says okay well this is what you've got going on and this is how we can sync it with your cycle we can make the time for what it is that's best for you because no you don't need to work out for an hour a day every single day or 30 minutes a day every single day if that doesn't work well for you you can definitely take different approaches you can meal prep or you can do some of my other techniques based on um, what works best for you and your family right But the only way we can get to the specifics of what's going to work for you is if you open up to working with somebody one-on-one. It's a special, specific kind of relationship that leads to huge breakthroughs and busting through big barriers and not just your health and your fitness and your nutrition and your weight loss, but in so many different areas of your life. You know, I've been in the personal development space for over a decade now. I've gone to personal development and growth seminars as I'm getting my nutritionist certification and personal training certification and kickboxing certification. Like I am learning so much and it is to serve you to serve you. And yeah, on the podcast, we go deeper on podcasts than we do on social media. But still, I can only give kind of like generic advice because I am speaking to you. Yes, I'm speaking to you, my friend. It's you and me here. But remember, this podcast is going out to hundreds, thousands of ladies that are listening in But what I really want to do is I want to know you. I want to know your specific struggles. And I really do want to be that support to help you bust through them, not just in the short term to lose five pounds, but to really know and understand and support your hormones, your body, your mind, your energy. And as a result, you're going to feel really good. And my friend, that's what matters. I know oftentimes we feel like, we want to lose that 20 pounds. And when I work with you on why, <clears throat> excuse me, why you want to achieve your goals 
it ultimately comes down to you think that seeing the number on the scale or being a smaller pant size or whatever it is, is going to give you a different feeling, but it's not. You can feel that way first. You can do the things that are going to result in you feeling incredible, feeling energetic, feeling positive about yourself, doing things that make you feel really good and that you have fun and you enjoy and that add energy and happiness to your life. And then as a result, I've seen it time and time again in my own body and many other ladies who have been focusing on doing things with the Feminine Fitness Foundations program, see them shine because it starts with the feeling. It starts with the releasing and the understanding and knowing that what you do and how you feel is going to bring you to the result that you want. You're not going to lose 20 pounds and then feel like, Oh, I'm so energetic. Now I feel confident. Now I feel this way. You first work on those feelings and then the outcome happens along the way, right? So if you enjoyed this podcast, if this is your new favorite podcast, take a screenshot, share it with your friend, let your bestie know, and I will talk to you next time. And the next episode is going to be a day in ovulation. Hold up, my friend. Wait a minute. Do you wish there was a way to stop the weight loss struggle? Let's end the misery of cutting calories and increasing cardio as our only approach to achieving our goals. And I know what it feels like to be constantly obsessing over my body, working out harder, eating less while not seeing results and actually seeing things go completely backwards. Imagine if you knew how to work with your body, what would it be like to deeply know and understand what your body is going through and give it exactly what it needs to look and feel your very best. This is exactly why I created the Feminine Fitness Foundations course, where I teach you how to sync your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle while increasing your metabolism. You will walk away with understanding each phase of your cycle, what is supportive for each phase, And I know that most plans have you focus on what to cut out, stop doing, or eliminate. But my approach is teaching you to focus on what is supportive for your body and what to do to enhance your everyday life, not deprive you from it. For a limited time, the Feminine Fitness Foundations is available as a self-paced beginner's course. If you get started right now, you will get access to the course and bonus materials like my cycle syncing cheat sheet, meal plan, food list, and four-week strength training program. You guys, go to tinyurl.com forward slash feminine foundations and enroll right now like go right now sister because i cannot wait to help you realize your hormones are your superpower not the curse of aunt flow and how to use cycle syncing strategy to work with your body instead of against it so the link again is tinyurl.com forward slash feminine fitness or you can check out the link in the show notes of this episode, or it's always in my Instagram bio as well.